0: Hello and welcome to uh, another episode of Film Freaks with a Z, the podcast all about movies. Uh, every episode is about a singular movie, and of course we'll get to this episode's specific movie in a little bit. But first, I would like to thank Coco Gamer for filling in last uh, last episode to talk about Jumanji, the next level. Um, very appreciative of, of him filling in. Um, as you all know, there's been a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of complication on the podcast recently, and it's all my fault, essentially. I accidentally deleted the uh, episode for Snatch that we originally recorded. So just to, just for prosperity's sta- you know, sake, uh, I just want to say I apologize to the boys. It was my fault entirely. Um, I tried my best to get it back, I even paid for a $50 program that didn't work, which pissed me off more than anything else, uh, because they wouldn't give me my money back, but that's all dandy. Um, but yes, thank you once again to Coco for filling in, I was, we were trying to you know have some episodes uh, backed up for the holidays, and essentially that whole plan went down the toilet, uh, so once again, I do apologize for that. It is not usual of me to mess up that badly, but we all have our moments, right? Yes. Um, but before we uh, continue slandering my name, let's go ahead and introduce ourselves. Uh, I am Yemi the Ferret. Who am I here with? Gritty Waffles. Hey, Mason. Yes, Kellers How was everyone's holiday? Oh, it's going good. It was all right. Yeah, it could have went better, but not not
1: too bad.
2: Be Wait. nice if this uh so-called pandemic wasn't
1: going around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so-called.
3: I, I meant like Five
1: years. <laughs> yeah, pandemic. <clears throat> yeah this this pandemonium sucks.
0: <laughs> Indubitably. All right, but wow. we're you know we're all here we're 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 all Thanks. healthy right everyone feeling good. Uh, yeah, are good. You're yep. good. All right.
2: All right well, before we get started, but, yeah, I mean, you have to go a fill filler in to why you're rating on Jumanji and anything you'd like to add that we didn't cover?
0: I, yeah, that's think, right. I think you guys covered all the points. I just, you know, it, it's always unfortunate when you can't be there to, like, explain a little bit further as to why you didn't like this or that. Um, I... I you know, I think the main thing about it was just like, I don't know, it was it was just like everything didn't matter after they all switched back into their normal bodies. So, like, instead of, you know, the the kid accepting his grandpa as the leadership roller, you know, whatever, it just it doesn't happen. And they just kind of like, ah, oh, we're back in our normal bodies. Well, fuck everything else. And that was it. And the, the, like, I will say, like you guys mentioned the action scene. I mean, the action was. Okay, like I don't, I don't think it was anything spectacular, but the other thing that really like annoyed me was like the villain was like in two scenes in the movie, and it's like okay, so why do I care? You know that? I mean, it's a video game villain, sure, but like okay, maybe maybe flush him out a little bit more. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I, don't know. I, no. just, I just thought I thought the whole movie was just kind of like it was cringy, it was boring. I didn't really find any excitement in it. I did like that they actually utilized some of the other weaker characters traits, like the cartographer actually was able to read the um the moving bridges, which was like, okay, yeah, good on you. You actually did something interesting with this character, but yeah, I can't say can't say I was very thrilled or entertained during it. <laughs> right. Fair enough. Well, thank Thanks. you. <laughs> And I know I know Tay was drunk during the his viewing of <laughs> Jumanji, so <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I wasn't that drunk.
0: <laughs> but anyway, uh, let's let's jump into today's movie, Callus. Why don't yes. you go ahead and introduce it for us? With pleasure. So
1: the movie that I chose was Snatch came out in the year 2000, written and directed by Guy Ritchie. And the stars Jason Statham, Brad Pitt, Stephen Graham, Vinnie Jones, etc. And the movie is about... Oh boy, it's like the third time I've had to say this word now. Unscrupulous boxing promoters, violent bookmakers, a Russian gangster, incompetent amateur robbers, and supposedly Jewish jewelers fight to track down a priceless stolen diamond. So, I would like to start the conversation by asking you guys... Do you guys like DAGs? Dags, <laughs> yeah, like dags. I love dags. Dags, yeah, dags. Dags are great.
2: <laughs> I was afraid I... those dags were gonna die. <laughs> yeah, be like a sad movie, you know. All of a sudden, dags are
1: just dead.
3: <laughs> it's suddenly Marley and me.
2: Yeah. yeah oh or no.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So, where do you guys want to start off the conversation? Should we like start at the beginning with the intro scene? Sure. What do you guys think of the intro? The interesting introduction.
0: Yeah. Um, Go ahead. Well, yeah. Per- personally, I thought that the intro was like the weakest part of the movie because they flash all the characters onto the screen, and then you kind of forget like who they are, or what their shtick is, by the time some of them some of them enter into the movie. Um, I just felt like it was a weird way to start the the film.
1: Yeah, something like that would have probably been more appropriate like at the end of the movie when there's when there's like showing the credits of the actors that actually play them probably. i think it would have been yeah.
3: just when they first show up yeah, yeah. Get, kind of like borderlands they get their flash <laughs> screen when they yeah. show up yeah,
1: yeah that would that would have made more sense
2: <laughs> yeah i i but agree was, with that back in 2000 this was like the thing though that was like you know oh i gotta have these cool scenes and you know gotta flash your names on screen and have them do you know this and that and, and it's their name and wasn't that, like, 2000s?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it recently has a, has had a resurgence with, like, um, was it 2018's Suicide Squad movie? And then they also had that same style for... Um, there, there's a few other movies that came out in, the, in that general area that was trying to, like, copy off of each other because that was like the end thing again, was to flash a bunch of names on screen with a bunch of CG and stuff like that. Obviously this movie didn't go that in, you know, that into it with like graphics and stuff like that. I mean, there were some tags, you know, things happening on the screen, but presentation wise, it's a lot more appealing than let's say suicide squad from 2018 or whenever that came out. Um, it, it, it works with the movie, but like I said, it like, even though it's like, it's okay. I, I still think it's like the weakest part of the movie because, By the time these people actually come around some of them, it's like, uh, I'm supposed to know who you are and what your backstory is, but I kind of am forgetting. Yeah, some of them come in like an hour later. (laughs) Yeah. But I do
1: like the whole uh, heist that's going on, though. Yeah, with
0: the fake fake Jewish people. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No, that was really smart. That was really smart.
2: Yeah, the only downside about those, like, intros is, like, sometimes... And I think they, they did it in this movie, where they kept showing the guy, like, loading his revolver and then, like, aiming it down the sight. I was just like, all right, come on. How many times do we have to see this? <laughs> but I don't know. Like, that could have been a specialty, but who knows.
1: So, yeah, anyways, uh, right after that scene, we are introduced to Turkish and Tommy, who are the two main protagonists. I mean, I guess there's, like, a lot of... Moving parts in this movie, but these are like the two kind of main actors that were supposed to be following around, and I really liked their uh, their relationship. They're always like throwing quips at each other, making fun of each other, and uh, I I really like their uh, like all their int- their interactions.
0: Yeah, I think I think you mentioned bef- uh, before before um, this is actually based on like a few different stories kind of being mashed together.
1: Oh yeah, I should mention that. Uh, so two years prior, Guy Ritchie made a movie called Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. And when he was finished with that movie, he had, like, so many extra stories, like, side stories and scenes ideas that he had. So what he did is he kind of, like, took a bunch of them and kind of figured out a way to stick all these side stories inside of one plot, and this is where Snatch came from. So the residues from that movie basically made this movie, and I think this one's actually might even be better than Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking
0: Barrels. (laughs) I added that to my uh, watch list, but I haven't gotten around the scene yet. But I agree that, you know, obviously Tommy and Turkish, or or, yeah, Tommy and Turkish, they're kind of like the main focal point of the story, but there is a bunch of these other quote-unquote kind of more main-slash-side characters who help with the flow and understanding of the movie as well. And it all comes together quite naturally you know it's, it's something you know a lot of times you forget that oh it is kind of like multiple stories coming together because it, it it all it all comes together so so smoothly
1: yeah everything just blends together so nicely like by the end of the movie you're like you're not confused about you know what each of the parts is but you know during the movie it kind of gets like you know kind of confusing but by the end it does make sense it all comes together like in a nice little tight red bow
2: ending is uh, is really good and we'll get to that later, but everything was like it was just like I don't want to say it was fast paced, but it was like the right amount of pacing through this movie. And I really enjoyed that. It kept you into it and it didn't like there was like a couple downtime, but it wasn't like, you know, thirty minutes of downtime. It was just like, oh here's a downtime. Okay, let's go back.
0: Yeah, the the pacing was was excellent in the movie. It didn't go too fast. It didn't go too slow. Uh, the, the parts that were a little bit slower were meant to be a little bit slower. Like, I, I think back to the scene where um, uh, the, the guy with the bullet teeth is talking about how they have replica guns. Tony. Yeah, bullet tooth Tony. They have the replica guns. And, it, you know, it is a slower scene because you're they're focusing so much more on the little details and they're zooming in on the guns. And uh, it's still a great scene, even, even if it, it does take a little bit longer than other scenes to get through.
1: I do like the the zoom in effects
0: and like the loud sound effects that they threw in. <laughs> yeah, it's very over the top, and it it matches the tonality of the of the movie very well. I feel like I haven't heard from Tay in a while. Oh, you know I'm here.
2: <laughs> Tay's uh, lost in his thoughts about the movie. <laughs> Tay's
1: drunk
0: <laughs> again. <laughs> no, he's yeah, yeah. drunk <laughs>
3: again. He's trying to remember the movie. It's been so long now.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, I know uh, that you do remember Mickey, though, right? Red Pitt's character.
3: Oh yeah, I remember Mickey <laughs> and his dags, dags, Mickey um, the dags. I know. I watched it with closed captioning, so he wasn't super hard to uh, understand for me. A because... little closer
0: to the mic, Tay. Sorry.
3: Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Uh. I like I said. I know he. He's hard. He's hard to handle, or handle, hard to hear for a lot of people, understand,
1: but with closed captionings on, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, it's funny, because sometimes even the closed captioning themselves, like, don't even know what he's saying. You just see, like, question mark.
0: I found um, half, half the fun of it was just trying to figure out what he was saying. Yeah. But by the time <laughs> that you figure it out, like, three minutes has already passed. Yeah. you watch
2: all your movies with closed captioning?
0: Or just, you just like, as you heard this guy's voice, you're like, all right, I'm
2: turning I'm not.
3: Actually, uh I turned it on for the very first scene because I realized when they were doing the Jewish heist that like they were talking like and it was so quiet and I was like, Wait, what are are they saying something important? I don't I can't tell. So I turned it on and just left it on the whole movie.
1: Barn? There are a lot of movies that I watch with you know the subtitles yeah. on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, i get to
3: that, that point in my age board. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do that too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I I play most of my video games with subtitles now. Unless yeah. I'm really trying to immerse myself, um, I'll turn on subtitles pretty much right away. Yeah,
3: me too. Mold it.
0: Go ahead. <laughs> going oh, back to um, Brad Pitt's character. Uh, his performance obviously very um very strong performance. Um, but it kind of felt natural like you know that we know the character he's played plenty of plenty of other characters but when 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 I was watching him in the movie I he played the he played this part of a you know traveling band of gypsy kind of leader very well <laughs> his his accent was nice and consistent all the way through and I, I feel like he did a really good job with it
1: oh a fun I, piece of I, trivia. I also, um, I was watching, like, a, a making-of for Snatch. And um, it turns out that Brad Pitt practiced, like, for weeks and weeks on, like, uh, uh, an accent and, like, what the perfect accent should be. And, like, last minute, it wasn't, like, working out at all. So last minute, they made a decision to just, you know, do this crazy over-the-top accent and just, like, be mostly, like, not able to even be understood. And, <laughs> like, that right there was a last-minute decision.
0: It worked.
2: Yeah, pretty tough to act of like you're not don't know how to talk. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But both Brad Pitt and um, Jason uh, Statham. This was both pretty early into their acting careers, correct?
1: Yeah. This was Jason Statham's like very early early career before he did Transformers. So before he was actually you know very well known. Transformers. He he was a Transformers? Transformers. No, let well, trans- oh, I me mean, transporter. I, transporter. <laughs> I was like, "What?" Well, he wasn't the newest transporter.
2: He was, he was, Optimus, Prime. <laughs> yeah. he was no. Optimus Prime. He was
0: Megatron. Optimus Prime, drinking box. milk.
2: <laughs> but he was in the newest one, which we don't talk about those. But
0: <laughs> no. Well, we might later. Yeah, we might. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> we no, no, one. no. One I'll, one uh,
2: I'll be sick of that episode. <laughs>
0: uh, I will be
3: it will just be yummy doing a review. Is this a meme? is this
0: a meme of the of the show where we just kind of shit on Transformers and hope that no one picks it for <laughs> for
3: You know, if they have to pick one, hopefully they'll pick Bumblebee, the best
0: one. Well, someone yeah. already picked number 2, so that's oh, oh, no.
3: like the worst one.
0: <laughs> I like the first one. Is it worse than the the Excalibur one? Mm, Whatever, that one's I so guess cool. I guess we'll find out maybe Maybe we will. Maybe which, we won't. Which reminds me, if you want to enter in your movie recommendation into our fan poll, uh, just head over to uh, our YouTube channel, actually my YouTube channel, and comment on the latest episode of Film Freaks with your movie recommendation, or email us at a z at gmail.com, or talk in the Discord under the uh, movie stuff tab in my Discord, the Fair Nation. And just give us a recommendation. We'd love to. Ha- we'd love to know what you want us to watch. Uh, new movies are added to the newest poll, and those polls go up. Dur- uh, After well, it-, it goes up at the same time as Tay's episode. Uh, so we'll talk about that when that comes around again, of course. But let's get back on topic here. Um, obviously, yes. there's a lot of characters in this movie, and every single one seems to have a quirk to them that makes them stand out, whether it be Bullet Tony's gold teeth and Desert Eagle or Turkish drinking milk or, you know, the big guy being the driver, but, you know, he, he, he's very slow outside of everything else. I think that they did a good job of differentiating each of these characters really, really well and making them all unique. I love how, like, every
1: character, like, every actor is playing, like, an exaggerated version of, you know, the persona that they're supposed to be, and everything just, like, works out really well.
0: Yes.
3: i just like to say, Bullet Tooth Tony's teeth are not gold. They're probably brass because they're made out of the bullets that he was shot with.
2: Ooh, good point.
0: Ooh, just
1: take that,
3: Yami. Just <laughs> throwing it out there. <laughs>
0: All right, we'll write Um, we'll write a letter to Guy Ritchie, and uh, we'll tell him to fix his movie.
3: No, they that's in the movie.
0: (laughs) Oh, is it? I forgot. His teeth is a bullet, isn't it? Yeah, his well, yeah, or his tooth. But but did they say that it was a cop that was bronze instead of?
3: Well, oh, I don't. Well, I don't know. I just whatever bullets are made out of. I don't think they
0: ever mentioned that. So he should be named Bronze Tooth Tony.
3: Well, he's, no, he's bullet-toothed Tony because his tooth's a bullet. He's not gold-toothed Tony.
0: I guess I said it wrong then.
3: <laughs> yeah, you did. All uh, right. But no, I agree with you, though. I do like all the exaggerated characters, and um, bullet-toothed Tony is probably one of my favorites just because he's just so over-the-top and crazy.
0: He's also got one of the best deaths in the movie, too. Like that <laughs> that accidental, like, oops, and then, I, and then, I like how the one guy like because they, they make this joke of him getting on the plane, drinking a shot of booze or whatever, and then getting there. I love how immediately after he he realizes that he just killed Bullet Tony, that he, the same thing happens where he gets on the plane and goes back to America.
1: And I love how they, that's how they ended the movie, too, when like he gets to call that, oh, someone found the diamond. So here he goes again and like taking a shot and the pill and <laughs> yeah, flying the way back the the editing is like very fast and snappy and, and it's like in so many scenes and yeah. they are like there's like so many memorable parts of this movie too like the the bookie's heist is uh, particularly memorable for me because the 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 two uh, pawn shop owners they're like so idiotic and
0: yeah. <laughs> grew up so bad scene. yeah 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 i, um, I love how they they time. trapped the russian guy inside the car that they were supposed to like well, he's the guy that they were supposed to rob, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they trap him in the van, and they don't know it. And he's just he's knocked out in there for like half the movie. But yeah, yeah that, movie, oh, go ahead, go ahead.
2: Uh, this movie does a good job of like having the right amount of like comedy in it, so it's like not all seriousness, but it, you know they like the book uh, heist, and then uh, the when the one guy uh they take the briefcase from the heist, I believe. And uh the guy just comes in, he he was like, Oh, this is what you gotta do and like cuts the guy's hand off and just takes it. It's like, yeah, oh, that's pretty funny.
1: <clears throat> and it seems like every character is like a smart ass. Like every character has to have a response to something else that's being said. <laughs> oh
3: yeah, it's a movie, yeah. You know, that's just how people talk in real life in movies.
1: It's not how only sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Not all movies, but good movies. Yes, like the Tarantino styled ones.
0: Yeah, I mean the the editing of those movies kind of are like Tarantino style, and you can you can kind of see that in this one too. A very very Tarantino esque. Tarantino
3: I wonder, <laughs> like, yeah, I wonder who's, like Tarantino. Probably may have started it because he was. Filming movies before them But like I know Edgar Wright also has a very similar style And I was just wondering if like Is it a British thing? Because Guy Ritchie and I assume is British But maybe is, not yeah. yeah so it's like Guy Ritchie, Edgar Wright They're both British They both have that kind of snappy style Where they have like quick cuts between scenes To like you know Establish what happened Like you've seen Shaun of the Dead You know versus here The guy getting on the plane It's just a quick few shots of what he did
0: yeah, I can see that, So, especially in um, uh, Hot Fuzz.
3: Yeah, Hot Fuzz does it a lot, too, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Um,
3: so it's like, I don't know if it was just a, a British thing that started it, or if it was Quentin Tarantino, you know, inspired these two British guys who happened to just start making movies around the same time.
0: I don't know. Well, you know, they could have had these two people who had never met or or spoke to each other or seen each other just got the same idea at the same time for their editing style. <laughs> yeah. Or are they
3: I made mean, friends? I'm pretty
0: sure
1: I'm, I'm sure we can find a movie that's way older than these that, you know, does have same similar editing. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but I think they brought it back into style, but right. it's very apparent in all early 2000 movies.
0: Yeah, it's it's not too distracting in this movie. I think the only time it was distracting was during the beginning when they were doing like the the name cards. I yeah. think that's the only time that I was like really distracted by the editing. Other than that, it felt natural as the movie went on.
3: I agree. They said, "They should have gone, they should they should have looked to 2009's Borderlands to see how to do it
1: properly." <laughs> <laughs> All they had to do was look 9 years into the future. Yeah. Are there any um any other scenes that uh, stand up to any of you guys?
0: Well, we got to we got to talk about um the scene where um uh, uh they they meet like the Russian guy in the hallway and Tooth Tony just shoots his Desert Eagle through the frickin' wall and just eviscerates everything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was one of my favorite scenes.
1: And then the guy that just refused to die.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he he, he what, got what, ran over by a car.
1: Was it bullet tooth that kept shooting him over and over? Ah, uh, yeah, I bullet mean,
3: tooth shot him. Yeah. Well, a few people shot him, I think, multiple times, and he was just wouldn't go down. Then <laughs> he got hit by a car, and then, or did he finally go down one bullet tooth? shot him yeah it was in the yeah, hallway it was the in the end. hallway yeah. yeah that was the hu- okay yeah so. because
0: because remember he was shooting him a bunch of times and then the um the big guy was sitting there because he couldn't get away and bullet Tony's yeah. like oh you got lucky because he ran yeah. out of ammo at that point yeah <laughs> that was boris that uh yes get run over i also like that scene too because even though i usually don't like you know going into the future than going to the past This one did it pretty fast, and it also, like... Because you're kind of shocked when Turkish and Tommy kind of run into the Russian guy, right? Because you're like, oh, what the heck? How'd he get there? Well, I guess you don't really know it's the Russian guy until they explain it. it. But you wonder, like, why was this guy in the middle of the street with a freaking bag over his head? Because you can see that pretty clearly. Um, And how they explain it up until that point and how Tommy throwing the milk out of the car caused the entire thing, I just... I I really love that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like so many movies try to do, like, out-of-order scenes, and it doesn't really work out. But this was, like, so fast and quick enough that, you know, it does work. It's because, you know, you get an explanation, like, so quick.
0: Yeah. I think back to that Dunkirk movie and just how long the sequences were, and then you would find out, oh, this was actually, you know, in the in the past. And then now we're in the future, and then now we're back in the past. I just... There's a lot of times where that doesn't work and it actually brings the movie down. But in this case, it is a one-off scene and it it's done really well. Yep. Any other scenes you guys want to talk about? Nah, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it's like, oh, I don't um, know. Uh, well, you, only to can, remember. That's, you want to talk about happened. the end, the ending scene? Or, yeah. Tay, did you have one that you want to say?
3: No, I was just like, it's a, since I watched it so long ago, I was like, I just have to recall all the scenes. And it's like, which ones do I remember?
0: That's
1: yeah. Oh, I guess we can talk about like uh, some of the the fights.
0: The beauty of this movie is that it does have I mean, for me personally, I I, I can remember a lot from the movie because I like it was just so memorable of a movie. You know, you can pull any scene out of a hat there. Um...
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. The we can talk about like the the final boxing match.
0: First, let's talk about how good the villain of this story is. Oh yeah, yeah, super oh, yeah. fleshed out pig, pig, pig man, yeah. Like he was <laughs> actually like out of all the characters in this movie, he was the most threatening and just like every time he was on screen, you, like there was this like air around him that was like, oh shit, here we go, <laughs> you know. What was his name again? Uh, the pig guy. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have a memorable <laughs> okay. name.
3: Okay, he had a memorable <laughs> presence.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: but yes, he he. he Definitely memorable, especially when he's talking about the pigs, (laughs) when he's explaining
0: Bricktop. Bricktop? What's it, Bricktop? Bricktop Palford.
3: Never cross a guy who's got a pig farm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I I just I feel like he was he was actually a genuinely like great villain. And the actor who played him did such a good job of becoming that character. And it was it was it was uh, it was great.
1: Yeah, like no one wanted to cross him.
0: Yeah, not even like the gangsters and stuff. Everyone was like, "Okay, all right." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I guess we can uh, talk about the ending if you guys want. Since yeah, I I, I found the ending to be very satisfying and how with how um, um came together. Yeah, well, it all came together, but also just how like the ending is like it's just so random that 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 by chance Turkish is there in the middle of the emptied. You know trailer park essentially, and the dog just shows up. and Oh, that's the dog that has the jewel in its stomach. <laughs> it, it's 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 pretty 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 nice how that all kind of wraps up. And you think that they're gonna get caught or something's gonna go wrong because the police are there too. But he's like, oh, I'm just walking my dog, <laughs> you know? Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, I thought you were um, gonna talk about the scene where Pig Farmer gets it.
0: Well, that's also yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's that's a great scene too. Go that ahead, Tate. Start us off with okay. that one.
3: So, you know, how it all comes together, they're freaking out cuz Mickey, you know, ended up blowing the fight when he was supposed to go down, like we're screwed, but you know, turns out he had a plan on the back burner the whole time. And then he, you know, what do you guys you could talk about? It? I
1: don't I can just give
3: it away, you know, but
1: well, I I I should I wanted to mention how how great that final boxing match is because I kind of have expected Mickey to just, you know, knock the other guy down in one punch as he has, like, throughout the movie. But, no, he actually, uh, you know, makes it seem like he's actually putting up a good fight. (laughs)
0: Yeah, Yeah, I really like the visuals of the out-of-body experience he has where he's just kind of, like, floating in water after he gets almost knocked out. I felt like that was a real good representation of how he was feeling, you know, just kind of being like, whoa.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and then we see him, like, swimming upwards trying to, like, Come back into full consciousness.
0: Yeah.
2: And As soon as he does, see... That Someone almost get knocked out. Tell us. Report back to us. I'm
1: not Someone's taking this one. Out. This is on one of you guys. Research. All right. Yummy yeah, punch. Greedy for research.
3: <laughs> yeah. You guys live close enough together, right?
1: Yeah,
0: exactly. I'll send it. I'll send it in the mail. Yes.
2: <laughs> It'll be like one of those uh send a box yeah, yeah. <laughs> loving a box yeah
0: but yeah i mean how everything kind of comes together at the end you know Mickey having this plan and then you know because you're because you're expecting something bad to happen to both tommy or well actually all three of them at that point because they're all just kind of trying to rush out yeah. and the, the the like when when the the pig man brick gets shot in the like the head you're like, whoa. And it's another one of those it. great scenes where they go back and they kind of explain ex- exactly what happened to lead up to this part. And yeah, it's, it's a very satisfying ending for for the movie. Yeah.
3: Well, I think it's like one of those classic reveals. Um, like you get in heist movies, you know, like Ocean's Eleven, where something goes back. It's like, here's how the heist was done. It was right in front of your face, but you didn't see it Yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. This one's not so much so in front of your face, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, this one wasn't. <laughs> Agreed. But yeah, then the traveling band of of people just got up and left, and they left a little bit too early because the dog was the real winner in all of this.
2: Yeah. <laughs> As all things should have happened, <laughs> dogs are superior.
0: Yeah, so
1: the Turkish and Tommy came out winning in the end, as well as the uh, the American guy that, you know, yeah. kept flying back and forth. He got and, and well, he fake, won it in the end.
0: Yeah, the fake Jewish guy also got paid, too. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> Just like, well, like, I mean, the most horrible people got their comeuppance, I guess, but.
0: Yeah, let's be honest, everyone in this movie is kind of horrible in their own way.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, I don't think, you know, necessarily Tommy and Turkish are that horrible they're just trying to make a living
1: but yeah you feel bad for them throughout the movie because you know the caravan that they keep trying to buy keeps you know bad stuff keeps happening and then yeah break takes takes a lot of uh, you know Turkish's money and stuff
2: what year did this movie take place in
1: well it came, it came out, out in 2000. 2000
2: yeah but like I don't know. <laughs>
1: It's a modern movie, so it's like present time 2000. Okay, yeah, makes sense. Oh, but uh, Yemi, we didn't talk about one of your favorite scenes with um, the guy with a head stuck in the window. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, that was, I was just about to bring that up too, because um, that was like, it's just a great scene in general. The guy, you know, the guy's just it, it, it's scary, one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no scary. one wants that to happen to him. Um, and it's funny because I think they didn't. They introduce that guy at the very beginning of the movie, and then he has like one they scene, did. and he's never. No,
3: they didn't.
0: They didn't. Okay. No, they didn't?
3: Yeah, he's one of the ones. I... You just like, wait, who's this guy? He wasn't introduced.
0: Are you sure? I could have sworn they introduced him.
3: I don't. Think yeah, I they could they be did. wrong.
0: Well, either way, I mean, he's he's there for one scene, and then he's he's gone for the rest of it. But his that one scene is so memorable because just because of everything happening, and yeah, it is one of my favorite favorite scenes there
2: yeah imagine being a bystander and just seeing that happen
1: (laughs) (laughs) see some guy with a head stuck inside of a car (laughs) oh there he is again doing his thing (laughs) legs dangling
3: (laughs) yeah i'm surprised they didn't get the cops called on him like someone would have gone like uh calling the police license plate number well they know not to deal with them Yeah, I mean, it's also England, so maybe they just look the other way and it's like, yeah, not my problem.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's that's Bluetooth. Better leave him alone.
3: Yeah.
2: All right.
0: Anything else we want to talk about? I found it pretty funny that the dog eats the entire squeaky toy and just for the rest of the movie, it squeaks every time someone touches it. (laughs) Every time he barks. Yeah. Yeah you touch his stomach he barks it's squeaking i found that pretty funny uh i'll be it don't let your dogs eat squeaky toys because that's not what's going to happen it's it's an exaggerated tale of events um yeah. just gotta put that disclaimer out there uh they will choke and they may possibly die yeah I'll but for the context it. of the movie it, it it fits the movie pretty perfectly and it's just it's just like every time the dog would squeak it just it brought a smile to my face and then you know, the dog The dog was fine in the end, so it all worked out. Yeah, they took yeah, him to and the vet, could...
3: they got it out, and the diamond, and...
0: And I'm
1: sure you guys could also tell that, you know, when he came around to eating that squeaky toy, like, eventually he would also eat the diamond.
2: Yeah.
1: Sure enough, that's what happened. Who
2: was me and Yemi the only one that was the first time seeing this, correct? Yeah, I think so. Yep.
1: So yeah, when, uh, years ago, I had watched this movie uh, several times, and uh, I don't know why, like, I suddenly stopped watching it, and I haven't seen it for, like, 15 or so years, because this was, like, between me and my friends, it was, like, a very memorable and quotable movie. Like, we were always saying lines from this movie, because this movie has, like, so many memorable, memorable lines. Like, uh, one of my favorites is when you know, the big guy gets in the car in the driver's seat and they're like, who's this guy? And, you know, they were like, oh, he's our getaway driver. And then the other guy's like, what can he get away from?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess, um, you know, obviously, since you guys have seen the movie before, it I guess it doesn't really hurt the experience to kind of know the conclusion of it all, right?
3: Yeah, no, it didn't. Um, I, for me, like I said, for me, it had been almost 15 years since I saw it so there was a few little things I remembered. Like I remember taking the dog show up and ate the squeaky toy. I was like, Oh yeah, that dog's going to eat the diamond. Yeah. <laughs> but that was even
0: like, though I hadn't um, seen the movie before. That's one thing that I knew was going to happen. Yeah. Like as soon as the dog ate the squeaky toy, I'm like that dog is eating the diamond too. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's, that but, was one of the scenes uh, when Cal said the getaway driver, I don't know why this reminded me of this, but is when uh, the guy was trying to run and they were showing the dogs uh, chasing the rabbits. Like, I get the whole idea of, like, what they're getting after, but I was just like, all right, come on, we don't need this.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess I they, they, were just, they were just showing, like, they were kind of alluding to what was happening to him because the dogs were, like, biting at his legs and stuff, if you remember.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I get the point of it, but I was just like, all right, one, no, one cut too many times, I
0: guess, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, it did go on for a little while.
1: Exactly, yeah, like, the, the parallels were there, but, yeah, I guess the, that scene did drag for a little bit longer than in 82. Uh, just another quick uh, piece of trivia. So, this movie came out, like, a year after Fight Club, and Brad Pitt was, like, very worried that he was going to be known as the fight guy, because, you know, so many movies after another where he's just, like, you know, the person just fighting and boxing.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Huh. Kind of neat.
0: Well, That's he's definitely to
3: not been known for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what would you say he's known for? Uh,
3: being a good actor? Being a
0: good-looking man? <laughs> looks good. Looks. Actually, no,
3: he's known for <laughs> I think I he's known for the guy who always is just eating in all his shots.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i see.
3: Yeah, the, the, for a around lot around of his here. movies, he's always <laughs> just eating in the background or like eating while filming.
1: So. <laughs>
3: yeah, And not in every movie, but I know that's one of the things people always joke about. That's always, in his contract, must be that he's allowed to eat while filming.
0: <laughs> and they just right into the movie and they're like, alright, well, he's eating yeah. a sandwich. That's <laughs> <laughs> his character.
2: I'd print one of those where you're just like, I don't know, like, you can't just pin him down because he does so many different genres where you can, yeah. compared to, like, Jason Saddam, you're like, oh, yeah, fighting movie. Yeah, yeah, he's in yeah. an action movie, you know? Yeah,
0: fighting, shooting, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Tom yep. Cruise,
3: he's going to be in a movie and he's going to be running at some yeah. point.
0: Yes, yeah. running. And they're going to make him look taller than he actually is. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. He is a pretty versatile actor, even though his most famous movies maybe are a little bit more generic, but, I mean, you look at, you know, Inglorious Bastards. World War C. Well, that's one of the more generic ones, yeah. I would say.
2: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, you're talking about not uh, yet. Yeah.
0: But, yeah. you know, Once Upon a yeah. Time in Hollywood, I mean, there's a lot of good, good stuff in here. Um, yeah. So, yeah.
3: I mean, yeah, Ocean's 11, 12, 13.
0: Mr.
2: and Mrs. Smith, too. Yeah. So, and oh, yeah, like, yeah. Like All
0: over the board. Yeah. <laughs> And he was in Mind, It all comes around. Oh, there you go. And this concludes our Brad Pitt podcast.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> and good night. Let us know what Brad Pitt fact you want us to talk about next time by commenting down below.
3: <laughs> How about we change up our, our format and now we just pick an actor at the end, of, you know, at the end. And then we just all have to watch a movie. We get a pick that has a random actor. movie.
0: That would be yeah. a 5 hour episode of us talking about. Yeah. It. I mean, we, don't, we don't talk about the movies, we talk about the
3: actors. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Or maybe that's a different podcast, I don't know.
0: The sequel. Probably.
2: The sequel. Film actors. Yeah. <laughs> you <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> yeah.
3: Copyright, right. Patent pending. No one else can steal that, that yeah. idea. No, no.
1: Nope. <laughs> Oh, man. shall we right. move on
0: to our closing thoughts then? Sure. Callus, why not you... Well, actually, does anyone else have anything you want to say before we...
3: I, I'd like to say that my review or rating of this movie might be different than it was the first time we filmed this.
0: Well, that, that episode is gone. Um, remember, <laughs> no, one, one, mind. No, no
2: one heard it, so I yeah.
0: don't know. No one, one will heard no,
2: I, I did...
0: may actually remember, so we'll see. Well, Callus usually writes down the ratings, but... Yeah,
3: yeah. You the,
0: <laughs> the one time we needed him the most. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, Callus, uh, why don't you start us off with uh, your quick review and final score?
1: Sure. Well, like I previously stated, um, I had watched this movie many times before. Before I took like a 15-year break between viewings and coming back to it, I still really enjoyed it. I remembered a lot of the scenes, and honestly, like, so many scenes are just so good and memorable that you know, I was even considering re-watching it again, just for this re-record. Just because, you know, this movie is so thoroughly enjoyable. The uh, the editing, the quick pace, uh, everything just works about this movie. Like, the, uh, the over-exaggerated characters, just everything works so well in this movie, and like I mentioned earlier, I would recommend Everyone also go watch Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, the predecessor to this movie, which is also great. But for a Snatch, I would have to give it a
0: 5 out of 5. All right. Greedy, are you actually playing Titanfall 2 right now? No, no, no. <laughs> It says on Discord that he's playing Titanfall. I'm like, I'm like Well, Damn. I'm in the middle of a
2: mission, and I just down the game.
0: So <laughs> I'm, I'm
2: not actually playing.
0: Uh, okay, uh, anyway, um, yeah, I mean, I like this movie a lot. I, I was, um, I went into it not knowing anything about it, and I came out loving it. Um, besides from like the intro, I think the rest of the movie really gels well together. Um, all around great acting, and we forgot to mention it, but the cinematography is also excellent in this movie. There's several scenes where like you know the characters talking to one another, and instead of having you know reverse you know, shots reversing between the two characters. They have the one guy on the CCTV camera instead of actually having to reverse the shots. So, you know, you can see both the characters in the frame at the same time, but, you know, you don't have to worry about switching camera angles, which was really impressive, in my opinion. Um, And, you know, the editing is good. I think the overall, the story is excellent as well. Um, So I'm going to give it a 4.5 out of 5.
1: All right, that lines up with what I remember of of what you originally gave it. So good job. Yeah,
0: I think so. (laughs) <laughs> well, it better be. I, wrote, I I actually keep track of all my scores. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Not yours, but mine.
2: <laughs> all right. I'll go next. Um, yeah. Like you, I'm just going off of what you guys say. I agree with everything. The acting was phenomenal, and even at a, such an early age, acting career for, uh, Brad Pitt and Jason Statham, uh, they did a phenomenal job in this movie. Uh, the pacing was good. Besides, like, you no, know, too many cuts. Like I mentioned, you know where the, uh, Tyrone was getting chased by... Tyrone, right? Yeah. Getting chased by the guys, and then, you know, they were cutting back to the doge, you know, uh, you know chasing the rabbits. I was like, all right, no, one too many cuts there. Uh, the good comedy throughout the movie, the book heist was pretty funny, and like Cala said, you know, how do you be that bad? But, you know, if it's your first heist, you know, maybe, you know, it could go that bad. Who knows? Um, The ending was phenomenal. uh good... Good ending, and I'm gonna give it a four out of
3: five. Okay. Um, I mean, I agree pretty much with everything you guys have said here. Um, maybe not some of the criticisms Nick said. Um, that wasn't a bug me. But overall, you know, really enjoy this movie. I'd love to watch it again sometime in the near future. Um, I'll give it a five out of five. All right.
1: Oh, I think everyone's reviews scores line up. So great.
3: yeah, yeah, I think cool. I once you said
2: five, I was like, I do remember being the same as as Callus. So. Yeah. And I did. I, as you guys are doing the reviews, I remember I was get I was the hated one for the low score. So
0: oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I thought, thought you gave
2: it time. a 4.5 last time as well. So
0: well, you know, like I said, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't. Nah. Matter. It doesn't matter. We did Gave it. This this is, <laughs> this, <laughs> this is the episode. This is the episode. There was no other episode. What are you talking what, about? What episode? <laughs> what? <laughs> so yeah, usually we'd uh, go on to the fan vote movie after Calluses, um, but of course that already happened. So if you want to listen to that one, just listen to the last episode uh, where we talked. Well, where the guys talked about Jurassic, not Jurassic, Jurassic, <laughs> Jumanji, Jurassic, on, Jumanji, the next level. <laughs> Um, so the next episode is going to be about, uh, which is going to be my recommendation, it's, it's Who Framed Roger Rabbit uh, from 1988, the director was Robert Zemeckis, and the story is Toonstar Roger is worried that his wife Jessica is playing patty cake with someone else, so the studio hires Detective Eddie Valiant to snoop on her, but the stakes are quickly raised when Marvin Acme is found dead and Roger is a prime suspect. And this stars Bob Haskins, Christopher Lloyd, uh, Joanna Cassidy, Charles Flesher, and a bunch of other people as well. Uh, You can find this on Amazon, um, Google, uh, mostly Amazon. It's probably what you guys are going to get it on. And I picked this movie not only because it was a childhood favorite and I want to rewatch it, but I remember this movie being so fun. So like, I remember like the animation mixing with the real world stuff and then Bob Haskins going into the Toon world and... I remember Christopher Lloyd putting on an excellent performance, and I love the weasels, his little minion weasels. I'm just, I'm really excited to watch this again, and I hope you guys are too. Yeah, this movie definitely worked a lot better than Cool World, which stars Brad
1: Pitt, where they also mixed live action with cartoons.
0: Yeah, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to look better than the newest Space Jam as well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. I've watched it once when I was childhood, and it'd be cool to rewatch it, see what yeah. I think of it now. Yeah, I was, I've
3: watched this one a bunch, so I'm looking forward to it. Don't be drunk, Tay.
0: Well, <laughs> maybe you, know, maybe, hey, might, you yeah. can't.
3: You don't control me. <laughs>
1: sure. <laughs> Tay, be you know, drunk. I'm yes, be drunk. That's the new I'm podcast, pro, pro drunk. T-
0: new mini series <laughs> where Tay is drunk and reviews a movie. <laughs>
3: I, yeah i tried that once people didn't seem to like it or <laughs> we trying to figure out a taste or a <laughs> oh, there you go
0: all right well, well if he has a new thing yeah if you <laughs> the uh the listener doesn't want to be spoiled or if you want to join the conversation for who framed roger rabbit just make sure you watch it before um uh, the next episode comes out in two weeks that's right two weeks and if you Yes, you, the listener, wants to get their movie uh, put into a podcast episode. You know, we'll watch a fan-voted movie just to uh, make sure you, you know, comment on the latest episode, talk in my Discord, and or send us an email just so we can get it in the banks and we can put it onto the next fan vote, which will happen, like I said, it'll always happen during Tay's episode when that gets uploaded. I have a Twitter poll that's attached to it where you can find it there. All right, folks. Anyone else have anything they want to mention before we end the show? I don't uh,
2: think so.
3: I think we're good. I think? Um, yeah, just be sure to clean your ass. Yeah, yeah. sure you clean, clean your, your ass. ass.
0: <laughs> well, I will. I will. I am Yemi the Ferret. Who? Uh, and I was here with... Uh, I was <laughs> gone for a week. Hold on, let me restart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you're the Ferret, and I've been here with... Greedy waffle. Jay Just call us. And we are collectively film freeze with a Z. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Clean your ass. Seriously, clean it. Clean it.
2: <laughs> we do we do yummy in a loop. We, <laughs> you didn't know did what it. was happening. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>